Hello, this is Diana Olenik, the host of the Alchemia Success Show. And today we have with us Jessica Spooner. She's a certified forest therapy guide and a certified outdoor life coach. She's also the founder of Blue Bark and Company, and she has to share with us all of this amazing journey because it's a nice, nice and inspiring story. I found myself very fascinated about the story that is behind the name of the company, Blue Bark and Company, and I like her to expand on that in a few moments. But let's say hello to Jessica. Thank you very much for being here today and for being able to share all of this insight that you have to share with us today. Thank you very much, Jessica. And how did you get started in all of this journey? Well, hello, and uh, thank you for having me. Um, I guess the journey for me, or the path, I like to say, um, started about, we'll say 15 years ago, um, when I really started to get involved in um, environmental work. And this journey led me to, to jobs and positions within post-secondary, um, where I was teaching people about the environment and their everyday impacts on the environment. Um, Outside of this as a hobby, I love the outdoors. I knew that I always felt um, better when I was outside and I loved um, almost every outdoor activity. I have tried all of them. Um, and so a dream of mine was trying to find ways that I could kind of couple these two passions in, in work because it's where I felt the best in sharing with others in being outdoors and in um, building community. And so over time, um, I had started a, a business um, taking women out actually on backpacking trips. I was teaching them all kinds of camping and wilderness skills. We would go, um, they were all inclusive trips and we would go for one to three nights, um, hike with our gear on our backs and just really push our comfort zones and build our confidence along the way. And I've been doing that for about five years. While I was doing that um, on a trip, actually, I had noticed that the, the depth of conversation that was coming out on these trips was really beautiful and the sharing that uh, these women were, were open to and how vulnerable they were being with each other. Um, it was really lovely and I, and I was um, very honored to be a part of it. And I started to think about um, how I could bring this deeper if it was facilitated or intentional. Um, Outside of this, while I was teaching an environmental class, I had noticed the students, um, you know, I was asking them to care about the environment. And what I had realized was that there was a lack of connection to the environment. There was this lack of connection to the natural world. And you can't really care about something that you're not connected to. Uh, and so this led me actually to becoming a forest therapy guide. Um, I, when it first passed my desk or my, my computer, I, I thought it was kind of like a hoax and I was like, I don't know what this is. And I pushed it to the side, although it did catch my attention. Um, and a couple months later, I saw it again and I looked into it a little bit further and I thought like, this is, this is something that I want to do. I want to share, um, I want to share this experience with people, how good I feel when I'm outdoors and help to rebuild this connection to the natural world. Um, and so I became a certified forest therapy guide. Um, and uh, an outdoor life coach. And these two things um, allow me to kind of rebuild that connection to the natural world, uh, rebuild that connection to others through sharing stories, pushing boundaries, pushing comfort zones, 
um, and always having an adventure. And so Blue Bark & Co um, started about two years ago, um, which offers those, those as well as the Women Hike Wild backpacking trips. So it's kind of all housed under Blue Bark & Co. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I was going through that Blue Bark & Co and I found a beautiful metaphor that you use to name the company which is um, explained under the symbiotic relationship in nature. Can you expand a little bit about how did you decide, how did you get inspired, how was that moment when you got inspired to give that title or that name to your company and uh, what it means for you? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So it is a, a bit of a different type of name because it doesn't tell you exactly what the business is. Mm. Um, I, I wanted something that meant something to me, but also could be very, could be broad and, and had a little bit of the nature involved. Um, and so I had this beautiful photograph, uh, which is actually the photograph that's on the website, um, really up close of bark on the side of a tree, which is just so strengthening. Bark in itself is the skin of a tree basically, and it's so powerful. Um, and on this is, um, grows a hammered lichen. So it's this blue, uh, it's like a blue lichen that grows on the side of trees. And if you're out in the forest, uh, you may notice it now that it's been brought up, if you haven't noticed it before. Um, and when I looked into this a little bit further, so I love this photo. Um, and when I looked into it further, I learned that um, lichen is a fungi and an algae, actually, um, that support each other. And they live together in harmony or a symbiotic relationship on the bark of a tree without harming any of it. And so I thought that that was just a really beautiful um, metaphor, as you'd said, uh, for, um, for life and how, you know, we're all a part of this, this web of interbeing and we're all a part of this, this world. And so um, I wasn't sure, it was actually a lady uh, who was hiking with me. I was talking about this image, you know, and I was like, oh, it could be white pine. It could be, I have this picture of bark. And then, and there's this blue lichen and, and she had, she had said, well, what about blue bark? And I was like, oh, I love the way you're thinking about that. And, um, and then the and co is and community mm. and cooperation, you know, and collaboration, like all of these beautiful words. Um, so that's kind of the, the history of the name. Wow. It's so beautiful. It's so inspiring. When I was reading that, I said, yes, this is a very beautiful type of name for this uh, company. I think that you did a very good job there at naming so beautiful, beautifully unrelated because it's nature. And so it's very, very beautiful. So how it has been your own experience as being, you know, changing, changing your life from a regular job to being now a coach and being in the outdoors and having all of this experience. Did you notice like a big change in your life? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, when I had decided to leave my full-time work um, and just pursue my own life, um, I was in a position where um, I had support and I was able to make that decision. I, I knew who I was and I knew um, the steps that I was going to take to go forward. I also knew that where I was um, wasn't the right place for me. Um, it was 
it wasn't, um, I just didn't feel, I was I, I just didn't feel healthy going into work every day. I, I wasn't, I was no longer bringing value and I didn't really feel valued um, in that, in that world. And so I knew there was just something more for me and I wanted to explore that. And I loved what I was building with Women Hike Wild and Blue Bark and Co. And so I had done that. And um, it's funny because you know, I, I do videos for, um, for YouTube of my adventures outdoors and just some coaching information and, um, and just showing nature, hopefully to inspire people to get outside. And I just can't believe, like these, I had three pillars for myself. I wanted to be outdoors. I wanted to be um, sharing information uh, with people, with others. And I've been, those are the pillars in the, that I've been able to kind of, um, cultivate that for myself and curate that for my life and and it doesn't feel like work <laughs> like I get to be outside um, I get to be sharing info with others I get to meet beautiful people uh, incredible people I get to help them um, also do this for themselves and live into their dreams and kind of explore an extraordinary life for themselves and that's that's amazing um, yeah. so how did you get your first client like when you uh, went through that transition from a regular job and then started to do this, I'm always curious about that. How did you get started in, in that specific sense? How did you get your first, um, you know, client as, an, as a formal coach, uh, yeah. therapy, forest therapy guy? Yeah, so the forest therapy, um, the, as a forest therapy guide, so the, the forest provides the therapy and I'm the guide who opens the door um, and nature provides the therapy. Um, and so with that, uh, I love community and I get anywhere that I live, I, I tend to move around a lot um, because I love exploring and I'm a very curious person. And so anywhere that I live, I really love to get involved in community and, um, and get to know the local businesses and get to know the local organizations and get to know the events that are happening and really just, you know, um, like get my feet planted where I am. And so um, I had just developed some relationships with some businesses and um, through them, it was like a, I thought it was a really great fit. This is how I can help you. You know, I would love to do this for your organization. I would love to do this for your, for your business and show you what it is. Um, and from there, the forest therapy, I mean, there's just something about being outside that calls to everybody. You know, it's because we, we are nature, um, historically, like we are a part of it. And so even though our minds are in this fast paced world, um, our bodies and our DNA recognize, you know, that being outside is more of a natural place to be. Um, and so that the forest therapy kind of lovingly sells itself, <laughs> you know, it just, um, you get to go outside for a couple of hours and do nothing but be outside and that's it. Um, in terms of coaching, uh, outside of, you know, coaching with the practice clients and offering coaching for coffee, coaching, you know, these energy exchanges um, and stuff like that, I had actually just worked through doing my customer discovery and looking at who I wanted to serve, uh, who I felt the best fit with, so my niche, um, which is different than forest therapy. Forest therapy speaks to everybody, you know, and I would, I would organize those. Same with backpacking. That's women in particular, but 
Um, so it was a little bit of a different niche for coaching. And through the customer discovery calls, um, I had just gone back and, and, you know, offered a gift of gratitude um, of coaching and just having powerful conversations and um, sharing with them opportunities to work together in partnership um, and finding ways to work together. And so then from there, um, I've been trying to build my business through referrals. Um, through word of mouth and just having these powerful conversations and, and I believe in experiential education, experiential tourism experience experiences. And so I love to have that experience with someone else and share that and let that experience speak for itself. And so that's actually been really working for me in terms of coaching um, so far. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So for the forest therapy guide, I guess you have some actually, I just want to have some clarity here. Uh, you have some like tours or something like that? Is that how it works? Like you go in tours with people and my following question would be like, where? Right. So, um, yeah, there's a couple of options that, um, that I've done. It, it's very, it's very, um, I'll say malleable. You know the the so there is a a standard sequence so i've been a, i'm a trained guide so i follow almost like a a framework if you will uh, and so these walks are between two and three hours mm -hmm. and but they don't go further than a kilometer or a kilometer and a half um we don't go very far it's not strenuous by any by any means and i've led walks for one person two or three people and up to um, up to groups of 40, some larger, but I brought somebody else in to help me and co-facilitate mm -hmm. that because you really, there is this connective piece to it and you really want a group of around 15, you know, because there is sharing. Mm -hmm. um, and so the sequence that I follow um, is designed in such a way that, or it's been created in such a way to help deepen your experience as you go because at first it's almost like when you're beginning to meditate you know at first it's really difficult to start to focus on your breath and to really you know um take a back seat to your thoughts and just let them pass uh much like this it's really difficult when you're when you are kind of stuck in this really fast pace and i'm in this time in particular things have slowed down but prior to this in this really fast pace it's really difficult to just really slow down and let your body align with the natural pace around you. And so a walk helps you do that over time um, through these invitations. And so some of them are sensory experience. Um, some of them, you know, I invite you to take your shoes off and let your bare feet touch the mossy ground uh, and notice what that feels like, you know, smell the earth. Like when was the last time, if ever, that you actually just let yourself smell the different things that are around you, you know? Um, and so those are, those are some of the things that are a part of it. Of, of course, there's more. Um, and we would do, I would guide these walks or I guide these walks in um, areas. I mean, I've traveled for it. So I, I'll travel if somebody um, is interested in having me come in. So I'm located in Newfoundland now, but I'm from Ontario. And so um, I would travel to Ontario, you know, guide, guide a couple of walks or guide a weekend and then come back. 
Um, yeah, and it's just in, I've guided a walk in a local park and I've guided walks in far to reach forested spaces. It really just, it, ideally you want something that's accessible to people um, because you want it to be an, an enjoyable experience. And so, uh, yeah. So have you ever felt intimidated by having to go to a place that you don't know, you know, that unknown forest or something that you yeah. don't know what, the, what you can encounter or um, how, how has been your experience? <laughs> I, 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 um, it's, in, it's very interesting because in terms of like apprehensions, um, what I try to do as a forest therapy guide is if I were to travel somewhere that I've never been before, um, I would go, depending on the situation, I would go to the location where I'll be guiding ahead of time, either the day before or a couple of hours earlier. Um, and I would become familiar with, with, with the land, um, and really just kind of ground myself. Um, in what I have experienced, I don't, I don't really have any, um, apprehensions about being outdoors at all. I, I really, I really love it. And I'm, I practice awareness, um, which I've had to do as a wilderness guide. So, you know, on these trips, but, um, when I moved here, one thing that became really apparent for me was how connected I was to the land that I came from by guiding and spending so much time in, I was in Southern Ontario, uh, by guiding so much there, I had this partnership and I was really familiar with it. And when I moved to Newfoundland, Newfoundland is a completely different landscape. It's completely different um, ecology and land. And um, I felt a little bit, I was disconnected when I first moved here. Um, and that's not something that I had expected to experience. Um, and so I had to really spend time. I haven't really guided uh, forest therapy walks. Um, I mean, circumstances have been really unusual in this last year since I've lived yeah. here. Um, I've gone out on my own to connect myself and I've guided a, a individual walk like mm -hmm. for one, one person. But um, yeah, I've just been kind of spending my time getting myself grounded in a new land. And so, yeah, that's something that I didn't expect to experience. That is beautiful because... I can see the experience from the eyes of some sort of experience uh, of an attachment, right? Mm -hmm. um, that was maybe unexpected, but I can see kind of like that that happened and it's beautiful that, of course, during the awareness practice, you, were, you realize that even living from to another place could could generate, you know, that sensation of this unexpected new place. And uh, you were able to observe that in yourself. That's beautiful. Um, I always appreciate a lot, you know, every, everything that is related. This is like speaking about, you know, like a business and your creation. But I always, for some reason, <laughs> end up talking about that there is something more to mm -hmm. that. And so this is another example of how through something that could be like a business, somebody can create something and give all their real self into that. You know, it's not just like creating a business for creating a business. And 
I just specify on that because some people that want to jump and do this um, might be confused about that. And the most beautiful way to study is just like that evaluation of clarity and you know, looking for that real talent, passion, skill. And I appreciate a lot that you were able to do that from your real passion, which is the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And it's a, such a beautiful um, you know, type of um, activity that you do because it brings joy to your own self, to your own spirit, mm-hmm. uh, because it's the connection and the spiritual side of that with the nature, the connection with the people that is around you, that, that those uh, beautiful connections with other human beings which at the end of the day are exactly all like us because we are all part of nature, as you said. And also uh, this idea that you can share that type of, um, you know, spiritual or awareness practice with others and hopefully give them some sort of like new experiences and also things that they can also practice. So that is super, super beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Sounds so beautiful. It sounds like I want to be that coach. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like if you, yeah, as you said, you don't have a job. Like, yeah, you feel that you don't have a job. It's like if you were in vacation every single day <laughs> because some people go to these these tours when they are in vacations, you know, like college. Yeah. But you're doing it <laughs> every single day. Or yeah, that's part of what you do. So that's beautiful. So speaking about that amazing you know type of um experience that you have with your job or your um your um practice um and somebody who has never taken a tour but they like to start you know having a little glimpse of how that could be if they go to nature what would be one strategy tip or advice that they you give them right now to start experiencing that type of awareness or a good you know have good experience with nature what Mm -hmm. would you um, advise on that something to practice yeah absolutely so it's it's um a great question because it's it's so easy you know um nature is all around us and we don't see it all the time because we see it like we're just around it all the time um but i mean i can look out a window and see a tree and that's me experiencing nature at the very minimum and so if you I would just like to say if you don't have access to a natural space maybe you're in an area that it's it's hard to get to somewhere um, first you can absolutely gaze out a window if you can and you can listen to natural sounds on your on your on your computer or on your phone bird songs water rain anything like that um, for 10 minutes 15 minutes you know and it can really settle you in Um, If you have a back porch or balcony and that's your access, just stepping outside for a period of time um, at the very minimum. If you are able to go to a natural space, uh, one thing that I would recommend that's that's pretty easy is a sit spot. And so this is something where you, you literally just find a space that's comfortable for you in a natural setting where you can sit either on a bench or on the side of a tree or in a meadow or, you know, wherever it is along the shore or the banks of a river. Um, And you just sit and notice for 20 minutes, 
20 minutes is a great amount of time because it, uh, it lets the life that's around you settle back in because we are a little bit disruptive in our movements and we are loud. Um, and then it allows a story to unfold. And that could be birds flying overhead, a squirrel, you know, burying something, whatever it is, you know, maybe you think about something. So spending 20 minutes outside in a natural setting um, in a sit spot um, or just being outside is, is really ideal. If you can keep your technology off for this time. So just turn the phone and the ringer off um, or in airplane mode because it will take you out of the experience. And, um, and then I would encourage to, if you, if you're going to go for a hike or you're going to go for a walk even to try to do it without an outcome in mind and just move slowly and notice what's around you move slower than you think it's slow and just kind of meander, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, yeah. And so it's really, it's really simple. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it can be really simple. Uh, the, the last thing I will say on this really, I had mentioned 20 minutes and being outside and, you know, you can spend 20 minutes outside a day. It doesn't sound like a lot when it's beautiful outside and it's really easy to go out. Um, but it can be a whole bunch of time if it's cold or raining. And if you set this intention for yourself, I'm going to go outside for 20 minutes every day. It becomes like breathing and eating and drinking water. You know, it, it becomes a natural part of your day. Um, and the impacts, the uh, mental health impacts can be really wonderful mm. and profound. And so um, just being outside is really great. Thank you. I really take that with all my heart because I struggle a lot to go outside when it's minus 30 or minus 40. But I know that this is a mental situation that I have to improve on because I'm living in this area of the country where it, it is very cold during winter and it's a challenge that I'm expecting of myself. So every winter I'm gonna challenge myself a little bit more, but it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that strategy. Um, it's, um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna practice it. Thank you. Everybody has to practice this. Please yeah. go outside, enjoy the outdoor, and enjoy the experience of yourself being aware of your own nature, which is made of the same nature of everything that is around. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's very beautiful. Um, now my question is, what is the most, beautiful experience that you've had yourself in terms of awareness in one of those like you had so many tours and travel and was the best experience that you've had in your life if you want to share that with us oh just, <laughs> that's a really good question <laughs> i'm pretty sure that many but you know like yeah, yes like the best that you were like wow it's really difficult, but I will say um, when I led, when I guided my first forest therapy walk, so this is my best experience with others. Um, when I guided my first forest therapy walk, um, I guided for a group of, um, a group of people who were in the tourism industry in the, in the area that I was living. Um, so they could experience it and then we could help promote our, our stuff. And 
one of the women who were on the walk um, had been a business advisor for me and uh, a couple of years earlier when I was starting the backpacking business. And she was on this walk and she had said, at the end, we have a tea ceremony at the end of every forest therapy walk. So I make tea from a pine tree or a cedar tree and we all share. So we taste a little bit of the forest and bring it with us. It's really That's beautiful. Awesome. And I'll share, um, however I'm feeling, sometimes I'll share a little poem that I have or I'll, you know, we all share kind of what we're taking away. Sometimes it's, it's rare and sometimes I just feel like singing. <laughs> yeah. I don't love singing. I don't sing in front of people ever. But forest therapy has actually brought this kind of alignment in me where it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're in front of people. And so we were doing a tea ceremony and I sang this song, um, just a small little song. And um, I was getting emotional. I, I tend to, yeah, there's a lot of emotions that can come up on the walk. I'm just overwhelmed with joy. Like it's mm -hmm. really lovely. And she said, you know, that she remembers when she first met me and what I had wanted and her experiencing this walk with me was just so impactful for her to see somebody exactly where they were meant to be and to be able to a be that example but also to be able to um, have that experience of just knowing that I was sharing something like the, I was on the right path. This was, this was meant for me. And this is when you are doing what is aligned with you and your values and what you believe in and what you stand for, um, that radiates out and other people see that. And it was just, it's, it's a small moment, but it sticks in my mind as just, I was, I was exactly where I needed to be at that time. And that sounds super, super beautiful, all spiritual, I guess, that it had also an impact in your um, friend because she was able to um, witness that from the beginning and then seeing your process and seeing that, you know, spiritual, you know, transformation or, or your joy there in that specific moment. That sounds absolutely beautiful. Thank you very much for sharing that. I kind of tried to feel what you were feeling there in the forest and all the experience I've been then drinking the tea. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it's so interesting how somebody, you know, transformed the life and end up doing exactly what they are meant to and also, you know, radiating that to other people and collaborating and creating communities and you know bringing so many beautiful things outside to the world it's super super beautiful thank you for sharing that mm -hmm. today with us it's very exciting to hear those type of stories so my question now is um uh how is the process of someone you know uh getting uh into your community or into your uh process is like they have to go to the website or how how does it work yeah so i have um currently there's a, a couple of options so absolutely on the website you can um somebody can book a curiosity session and um we would just have an hour conversation some coaching um 
outdoors. So uh, generally, if you're not in the same city, um, it would be over the telephone. So we could both be outside uh, and not focused on the computer. So that takes us away from from um, staring at a computer through a coaching conversation. Um, so that is one one way um, to, to get in touch. Um, the other way, uh, and I wanted to offer this when you're talking about, you know, being in, I believe it's like one of the coldest areas in the country in the winter where you are. Um, yeah, I have this really beautiful um, free group on Facebook and it's called 20 Minutes Outside. I started it, uh, this is the second year, we're a year and a half in. And it's just really a beautiful community of people who have committed to spending 20 minutes outside every day. And, you know, they support each other and just share photos of what they did that day or not. Like, in, and for some people, they don't really contribute. They're passive and they just get inspired from seeing the photos. But um, people can absolutely join that. Um, and challenge themselves yeah, <laughs> 20 minutes yeah. outside. I'm gonna join the challenge. Those yeah. are those are nice opportunities to actually create Facebook challenges. <laughs> those are real challenges. Yeah, not like the, the online challenges that they have now. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I find that that is interesting because what I find super interesting is that you have a like a coaching call and you can you know help that person being outside. Mm -hmm. like you, you don't even have to be there in the same place so yeah. that is an interesting experience that I find that is very beautiful that we are not limited necessarily by the space but with all you know all the all the expertise that you have and your own practice you can help guide the person and have an experience even if you're separated so mm -hmm. a person from any part of the world can actually do this, I guess, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, a, with a telephone or, I mean, if it need be, um, we, I've had coaching conversations on the computer, mm -hmm. but outside. So we'll bring the computer to whichever way you can or just to be outside prior to the call, just to kind yeah. of mm -hmm. ground yourself a little bit. That's beautiful. So what if somebody starts talking about their own personal life? Is that is still uh, like allowed? <laughs> or no? And what do if, you... if, somebody, if somebody starts speaking about their own personal life, yeah, that is okay, right? It doesn't have to be about a specific therapy that you have to do. Oh, yeah. Like uh, for coaching in particular? Yeah, like if somebody wants, if somebody yeah. calls you for a, yeah. you know, session, um, like yeah. a guiding, uh, like a session outdoor or something. Um, mm -hmm. If they start talking about their personal life, is it is still okay, or it has yeah. to be, you know, a specific framework that they have to follow? No, it's it's totally okay. So if it were mm -hmm. um, if it were a coaching call in particular, um, we would we would probably um, get to know each other a little bit to make sure we're the right fit for mm -hmm. each other. Yeah. Um, because you know everything in the environment needs the best environment to grow fully uh, for that being and so we'd want to make sure that we are the best environment for each other mm -hmm. but if we were then um, whatever comes up right at that time mm -hmm. uh, would be what we would explore and mm -hmm. yeah. um, if it were a forest therapy um, walk that that brings up all sorts of things that are unexpected in, in okay. people. 
Um, and so those I haven't really done very many on the phone. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, for that in particular. Um, but yeah, anything. Always yeah. welcome. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just I was curious because, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes when you are planning to go and connect with nature, some people is aware that at the same time there is something inside that they want to heal. And mm -hmm. it's usually maybe an issue that they are, but they, but they still need that connection. Or maybe sometimes they haven't realized that the connection is going to help you to heal. So that's mm -hmm. why I, I, I wonder if they can discuss those things, but it's beautiful. Yeah. It's part, it's all part of the, of the experience. So it's well, yes. yeah. And also like just on, on that, um, what ends up happening and this is spoken about in, um, uh, by the author Richard Liu, but you have this kind of directed attention fatigue. People experience this. And so it kind of, uh, it's from directing your attention in specific areas. You know, if you're working all day and then um, digital media included, but what being outside offers uh, is involuntary attention. And so it actually gives your mind a rest. Mm. And by giving your mind a rest, it creates that space for yourself to think about things that you may not have been able to think about. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, and to dream about things that you may not have been able to dream about for yourself because you are caught in this 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 fatigue right of just of just doing every day in this directed attention and so um yeah that's one of the the um predominantly it's if people like being outside mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. like it's yes. um, so cool. i don't yeah. really ever have to convince people to go outside which is nice yeah it's very yeah. beautiful mm -hmm. so how um what is coming next for your business for your own you know life or vision or projects that you have there what can you um update the audience on that yeah so there are two things in the in the work so one is um i am um i'm creating a, a course and this is specific to backpacking for women so it is a a like an online course, but teaching you everything that you would um, need to know to build your confidence and build your knowledge, knowledge to just go and be an adventurer in your own life. Mm -hmm. um, and outside of that, I've, I'm creating a membership um, called the Back 40. And so this is for people who want to design, you know, the second half of their life, the Back 40 of their life. Um, and that's if you found yourself you know, in society, we have all of these milestones up until a certain point. And then there's this gray area in your life where you're kind of just doing the same thing mm -hmm. um, until maybe retirement or your kids are grown and moving out. Um, and so this membership is to help people kind of set milestones and set um, for themselves in their next 40 and to really start dreaming for themselves in the back 40 of their life. Mm -hmm. No, oh, that's amazing. That's super exciting. So, yeah, I think that, is there anything that you wish I had asked you today? Oh, I think your questions were wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I think that we've covered a lot of um, information. 
it's super fascinating your journey and what you do and how do you do it and how you can help people uh, your own experiences insights strategies so it's so awesome the time goes super fast mm -hmm. but i am really really you know excited for this uh, conversation and for this to go live um it's another way to help people outside you know and enjoy and get that connection with nature which i really appreciate a lot we live in very in like in a busyness all the time yeah and we like our lives pass and go and go and go without realizing who we are why we are here and um i think that this is uh, what we are missing that connection with nature so it's super beautiful that you brought it and uh, that you're actually doing the work of guiding amazing souls out there to reconnect with nature and finding themselves their, their real true nature too. Thank you very much. Um, uh, Jessica, it's been a pleasure to be talking to you today. Um, if there is anything that you'd like to add, just go ahead. Um, if not, it's okay for now. Yeah, um, thank you so much for having me. Um, I wanted to just add to what you had actually had just said, um, you know, this connection with nature. Uh, today, we're spending 90% of our time indoors, uh, you know, and this is the first time in history and mental illness is on the rise. And I don't see this as a mere coincidence, you know, and I really think that I really believe that it's not the solution, um, but it's definitely a step in the right direction by going outside and just really um, um, reconnecting ourselves with the environment that's around us. Uh, and, and I just wanted to add. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, this has been an amazing episode and I invite anybody to go and get in contact with Jessica Spooner in her Facebook or in her webpage and uh, try that phone call or uh, try one of her programs that is coming up soon. Thank you very much, Jessica, and see you in the next episode.